Hi, Merch Money. We are live with Hannah. Um, welcome back. So this is uh, Hannah's second time being on the show. You were on uh, last July, I think. I can't believe more than a year already has gone by. <laughs> time is a warp to me, but yes. <laughs> yes. So I met Hannah. Um, I think you were going to the New York meetup, but then it was no, a blackout. I, oh, Hoboken. No, no, two years ago, I met you in Hoboken. It was Hoboken. But didn't you not make the actual meetup? You, we met for breakfast or brunch the next day because you couldn't make the actual meetup. No, meet that was, no, but I met you two years ago. I came to something. I was so green. I was like only three months into merch, even though I had an account for like a year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to show up. I don't know. What do I have to lose? And it's yeah. very small. There's, but then we met for lunch the next year, just you, me, and Mary. Oh, you're right. I totally forgot yeah. about that. Okay. So Hannah was at my very, very, very first meetup, which I totally forgot about that. Yeah. So I had a meetup in Hoboken that literally it was like five people or something. It was very small. It was the <laughs> very first one I ever did. And then um, we did the Ohio one like the next month or something. And that one was big. And that's where I met Christina. Um, but then I did a New York one the year later. And you couldn't make the New York one because you were yes. out of town. Yeah. So so we met for brunch the next day, but the New York one, a lot of people had signed up for, but then it was like literally a blackout, blackout. in New York City. I couldn't yeah. believe it. <laughs> I'm like, I've never even experienced New York City in a blackout. Everything was black. They couldn't make it. Um, two it people made it. was scarier in the pandemic. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then now a pandemic. Yeah. So now we haven't had meetups, but anyway, so I met Hannah way at the beginning and you just knew so much about social media and so many different things. Last show, if you guys missed the last show we did with Hannah, um, check out the comments of this video. I have it linked. That one was about Instagram accounts, um, setting up niche Instagram accounts and also about Shopify. Um, and then today we decided there were so many different topics. We could talk about selling on Amazon. We could talk about a lot of different things. But we decided to focus on Pinterest because several people in the group have been asking about Pinterest. And it's something that I used to talk about a lot when I very first started Print On Demand. But for some reason, the last year or two, I haven't talked about it as much. So we wanted to resurface that topic. Um, but then also just catch up with Hannah. So much has happened since, since uh, last year. So tell us a little bit about what's been happening since then. Yeah, and so if you haven't watched the first video and you don't know who I am, I'm Hannah. I'm 26 now. Um, I started on merch in 2017, but I got invited and accepted, but I didn't really know what to do with it. So I really started in merch in 2018. Um, have worked on Shopify, I have a really strong niche Shopify with a niche Instagram account of 15,000 followers on that, and that's 100% passive at this point. I rarely add new designs to it. Um, has just been more profitable than merch for me um, with some printful profit margins. So I, I focused a lot of energy there, but I'm returning my energy back into merch. I've had a, I feel like I've lived 10 lives in the last eight <laughs> years since I turned 18, but I worked in the fashion industry. I've worked in wholesale. I've worked in fashion production offices. I started my own company at 19. I started a sunglasses line. That was really successful for three years, but then I decided I'm 22 years old. I had a company, but I don't really know how to run a company. I think I want to continue a corporate career and really learn 
more about the industry. I had two degrees in design, accessories design, um, but didn't really have a business background other than my entrepreneurial endeavors. So the last three years I worked in a fashion buying office and then worked in merchandise planning for a predominant East Coast department store that has since closed its doors. Um, and because we of that, right there. we got to pause right there. Close so many retail stores closed their store doors. So you, which yeah. one were you at? You were at I was North at Lord and Taylor. I can't believe Lord and Taylor closed the their doors. Oldest retailer. I just um, can't even like you. You get a job like that, and you feel like you hit the lottery. Like I, I just can't even imagine a huge retailer like that shutting their doors. No, I'm so sad because I loved my team. I oversaw a team in India as well. And so we were all displaced. And I just, I loved everyone that I worked with so much. And um, everyone in the fashion industry is basically displaced right now because so many retailers have folded. Um, furloughed workers closed because of the pandemic. So because of that, I've decided to focus on my merch and Shopify business full time because I don't really have another choice right now. So sink or swim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I always thought when I was ready to leave Lord and Taylor and my Amazon business was in a good place, like I really thought I was going to outpace my Lord and Taylor salary this year based on my projections from January and February. So I was feeling super confident about my merch business. And then COVID happened and Amazon shut down, my company shut down. So that I, was the I, same like, month? Everything all happened at once. So oh my God, you poor thing. I can't April even imagine. 1st. <laughs> yeah. That was such a rough month. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, for me, it was like all of April. I went home to my parents because uh, I live by myself. So what was I going to do alone in an apartment? Yeah. Um, and I went home and I did like nothing. I mean, I was interviewing and applying for jobs and I was so hopeful. I thought I was going to get another job so quickly based on the interviews that I had. And then everyone was just like, I'm sorry, we are closing more stores because of the pandemic. Unfortunately, we just can't move forward with this position, which I understand. So I didn't have a job. And then yeah. merch wasn't shipping and you could upload to drafts. But for me, that was like not progressive because I like to know if it's going to be approved before I continue. Right, um, right you know, and trademarks and such. So I just felt really lost. Um, very fortunate that I have a wholesale background and I own a business. So I was able to actually work with a wholesaler in China and I hopped on the mask game in the beginning oh, of April awesome. through Seller Central. So I was selling masks, but I was unsure of it because so, you know, I'm in New York and New Jersey. They say we had to wear masks, but the rest of the country wasn't really wearing them, hadn't gotten that guidance yet. I was kind of unsure if, you know, it was going to take off. So I started with 50 masks, these really cool fashion print ones. Started with 50, sold out in about a week. So I was like, you know, I think I'm going to order 100 because they yeah. sold. But I really thought I was just going to my friends and family, but then, you know, it picked up on Amazon. So I got another yeah. 100. Those sold out in like two days. So then I got wow. another hundred. Those sold out again. So I got another 200. That's amazing. But then people started getting their Amazon's accounts shut down for selling face masks and stuff. And I was getting nervous because even though I'm selling a fashion mask, like 
if I had one word wrong, I didn't know if Amazon was going to take it down. And um, mm. I lost my Etsy account in 2017. And I know what it's like to lose that in a day. I woke up on April 1st, lost my job. And I was just like, I don't want to lose my Amazon account. So yeah. once these sell, that's it. I sold 450 masks, had some rent money for a couple months, was pretty yeah. cushion. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this down. And then also I reevaluated my merch by Amazon business. And I looked into all of my listings and I was just like, is there anything that now has a trademark that didn't before? When you that's have 5,000, 6,000 listings live, that's hard to keep up with. So I went through everything. Is everything kosher? Is everything good? Am I happy with everything that's on Amazon? Um, and kind of did like a purge that way just to make sure everything was safe because this is all I have left at this point. Yeah. Um, and then things started shipping again and things started picking up. And September, I was like, oh, this is back to normal. Yes. Demand. So I feel what a whirlwind that. since the last time we talked to you. It's been a crazy well, year. <laughs> you are so good at just always like just getting back on your feet. You're so good at pivoting and um, you're an inspiration. I, I can't wait Thank to just you. keep seeing your journey because it's been so fun just the last two years. So I can't wait, but so tell us, tell us about, we'll, we'll get into the main topic about Pinterest. Pinterest. Um, how long have you been doing Pinterest? Let's, let's start so with that. To preface, I did work in social media from 2014 to 2018. I did have like a professional job in social media. I ran social media for a local shoe store in the town that I grew up in and their e-commerce space. And so I do have a little bit of background working with social media. However, I am completely self-taught. I didn't go to school for it, didn't learn, you know, I just Nobody's really yeah, the right age growing up with social media at the right time. Um, mm -hmm. So Pinterest, I like I personally used Pinterest when I was in design school for inspiration and make boards and whatever, but I didn't really start diving into using Pinterest until I was on merch. I know I saw so many people on Instagram and so many people have these huge Facebook pages, which to be honest, I have never attempted to make a Facebook page outside of the one that I ran for the company because Facebook and now Instagram, especially they're pay to play games. Mm. And I don't pay anyone to play. That's just not my MO. I want my things to try to be as organic as possible. But on Facebook right now and Instagram, the way the algorithms work, they work against you if you are a page on on either of those platforms because they want you to pay to be yeah. able to, you know, that's how they make money. Whereas on Pinterest, their algorithm actually caters to the user. So that's where Pinterest differentiates from them. And on Pinterest, you could have 10 followers and still get to a million impressions. Whereas on Instagram, if you have 10 followers, it's very hard for you to grow your page and get interaction and engagement. And so if you're, I am a brand, I have a trademark brand that I have a Pinterest for, and then I have my niche brand that I have a Pinterest page for. But when I was starting out on Amazon, I didn't have a brand for either of those things. And I felt like on Instagram, you have to have your own identity. And same with Facebook. If you're really going to capture an audience, you have to just be cohesive with what you're doing. 
And I think when everyone starts out on merch, you have a dog shirt, you have a cat shirt, you have a coffee shirt, you know? And like, yes, those could all be the same customer, but they're all very different. And so I started on Pinterest. Also, copyright is my least favorite thing in the entire world. And yes, I almost got a minor in English, but like for some reason, when it comes to making a customer facing description, I just like, I can't do it. It just, I, I panic, I stress. This is why I don't have, that's why I don't post on my own Instagram. I struggle with captions. It's just like, I don't know. I just, something comes over me and I can't come up with the correct wording. And so that's why I love Pinterest because you can keyword cluster the F out of your description and it yeah. works. Yeah. And so let's, and let's stop right there for just a second. So that's similar to what I did. Like I was very interested in Pinterest at the beginning because I was new and I didn't have a brand and I didn't have, I didn't know exactly what direction print on demand was going to take. Um, so that's exactly what drew me to Pinterest because a, it didn't cost anything and I didn't have a lot of money cause I was just starting out. And then B, you didn't have to be like, um, so specific. It was more like a search engine where it's like, if one pin takes off, great. It doesn't have to be the whole, like get all these followers necessarily. So that's exactly the reason I started with it as well. And I, I did it religiously for like a year and a half or so. And now I've slowed down with it. But, um, but so let's, let's talk about that. So when you first start out, did you build a Pinterest, different Pinterest pages for different topics, or did you just have different boards for different topics? Or how did you organize your Pinterest account? Yeah. So when I started a Pinterest, I, I did it under the brand name, which is the name of my niche account now. Cause I was just starting out. I didn't really know what direction I was going in. And I had a board dogs, cats, <laughs> gift for moms, coffee. Okay. You know, I had different boards for things and that's how I organized it. And then as I kind of continued on in my journey and really discovered my niche, um, I realized that that needed to be specific. So I really focused on, you know, niche boards, you know, broken down to sub niches. And then I, I still had the, the stragglers, like, where do you put your pop sockets when you have tie dye pop sockets? Where do you put them? Like, so I just had a available on amazon.com board because I didn't know oh, that's a smart idea. miscellaneous things, not as successful as the other boards, but you know, the last time we spoke, you told me that one of your, that your Pinterest got to like a million impressions because you yeah. had a shared board. And I was like, I want a million impressions. And so <laughs> I was just like, but I have 2 million impressions now. I'm like, you know, it's not that hard to get a million yet. Okay. And I was like, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> so I had it segregated by like what the genre was really. But mm -hmm. looking back two years ago, it was a mess. Like it yeah. was just not a cohesive thing. And that's, you know, my design background and my industry knowledge kind of pushed me into being like, you need to make it a brand. You need to define who your customer is and hone in on that rather than just being scattered. But that's how my brain operates. Yeah. But if you have a million, like I was just listening to your uh, podcast with Jay Bain. Mm -hmm. Am I saying that right? Yeah. yeah. And um, he, uh, first of all, if you are joining this right now and you're looking for like great advice i was like taking notes he gave Aww. away so much good gold money did. i was like this is amazing so everyone go listen to that if you haven't um 
But so if you're all over the place, you've got unicorns, you've got cheerleaders, you know, whatever he mentioned, um, I would just make boards for them and, and just go from there. And then once you, if you decide to go down the brand route or really like targeting one customer, you can maybe change that, but you could have 5 million boards on Pinterest. There's no limit. Yeah. The way that I, the way that I did it is I had different boards for different categories, just like you're saying. And then my thought was, which I never really fully did, but my, my original thought was that once I start to see which shirts take off and which shirts I like to make and which like, I, I figured eventually I would niche down to like, I don't know, whatever, pick a category, like wine or something. I don't know what I was going to pick. Um, and then you could always do a different Pinterest account just based on wine and you can do shared boards. So I had like a wine board on my like Pinterest account that had all different categories. But if I ever did like a more niche Pinterest account, you can still share a board with that yeah. board that I already have established. Oh, and I did so, that. I took your advice and I you shared, did that. Okay. I shared a board, and then I also, you know, I have my sunglasses brand has a Pinterest, or so started like shoving Sharing some things that, yeah. in there, and my personal. Yeah, so I did. I did do that, but I don't have separate uh, Pinterest just because I already have four Pinterest accounts. How many more do I need? <laughs> Patty, I think you already watched that one. I'm pretty sure she's just talking about the Jay Bain one that we did on this channel. She's saying to oh, share no, what you were down. talking about. Um, Uh-oh. Oh, we froze for a second. Yes. What happened? Can you see me? Uh-oh. <laughs> I can still see you. I can, Sorry, I can't hear anything. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you guys oh, no, hear what do I do? that you guys are watching? Can you guys hear? I can still hear you. I don't think I'm muted. Um, it says everything works, Helen, but I can't hear you. Um, I don't know. Can everybody else That's hear helpful. me? Okay, Mario's saying yes, he can hear. Um, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> know what to do. <laughs> you want to log out I'm and log like back in? Can you hear yeah. me? I can hear you. Maybe log out and log back in here. I'll message you. Can you text me? Can you type in the chat? <laughs> okay. Okay, she's gonna log out real quick. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you guys can hear us both. Okay, yeah, she was just talking about the Jay Bain um, interview. I think we did that. I'd have to look, it was a few weeks. Uh, maybe a few months at this point. I'm losing track of time. It wasn't that long ago. A few, few people back. Um, so yeah, so with Pinterest in the chat, let us know if you have a um, Pinterest account and if you have any specific questions. Oh. <laughs> Let's see if she can log back in. Can you hear now? I'm, you have your um, microphone muted. Let's see if I'm able to unmute. <laughs> Hold on, let me message her. Um. <laughs> hear me? There, yes, I can hear you. I can't hear you. 
What about your headset? Your um And now you muted the mic again. <laughs> That's all right. While she's trying to connect, um, just let us know if you have Pinterest right now. I'm curious to see how many of you are already using um, Pinterest. Can you... Okay, can you hear me? Yes. I can't hear you. <laughs> um, can you disconnect? Let's see. It's my worst nightmare. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm showing you. Oops. <laughs> Oh my God, I can hear you. You can hear me? Yes. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Is it echoing because I had to take my AirPods out? That's what I was just texting you. I'm like, disconnect your AirPods. <laughs> no, I did, but I, I don't, I'm mortified. I'm so sorry, everyone. Don't be mortified. It's totally fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Better this than the job. I was, I was trying to keep talking, but then you were worried because you couldn't hear me. <laughs> but I was going to keep talking about um, seeing if anybody in the chat has um, Pinterest. Um, I, the thing that I really like about Pinterest is that it's a search engine. So it's not so much about people following you. I mean, you can have people following you and that helps because they'll see your pins, but, um, you, people search for things, you know, they're searching for things for holidays they're searching for face masks. I mean, they're searching for all kinds of things. So with Pinterest, um, it's not so important that you have a big following. Um, I mean, that doesn't hurt anything, but when you're new and you don't have a following, um, you can still put pins up and they can still become searchable if you use the right keywords, right? I say, I don't know what infomercial it is, but it's like set it and forget it. That's like my MO with Pinterest, set it yeah. and forget it. And it comes back on its own every year. You know, your fall stuff, your Halloween stuff comes back on its own. Your Christmas comes back on its own because once you have the keywords in there and a strong description, like you're set. And for people who are watching who maybe don't have Pinterest or just are starting on Pinterest and understand not understanding how it works, like I use the pumpkin spice example because um, good luck getting a shirt to take off in the pumpkin spice niche. It is so <laughs> oversaturated, but it's still a great example. Um, you know, if you have a pumpkin spice shirt that says, I love pumpkin spice, and you post it really on any social media platform and you're like, buy this pumpkin spice shirt, you're not gonna get a lot of traction on it. But if you keyword cluster on Amazon, on Pinterest, or even just write a strong description, and you think about who is on Pinterest and what they're searching for, to your point, it's a search engine. I scroll on Pinterest every night before bed to like manifest shit and like look up recipes. Aww. Like, you know, I look up like, um, okay, the example is the first leaf has fallen in the end of summer and I'm like, oh my God, it's pumpkin spice season, fall is here. I'm getting on Pinterest and I'm searching pumpkin patch, 
pumpkin carving ideas 2020, pumpkin spice coffee recipe, pumpkin spice bread, pumpkin pie. Like I'm searching all of the pumpkin things. And so if you are smart about how you set it, your uh, product up on Pinterest, your pin, and you put in what those top fall, excuse me, search items are every fall when those come up, they may not appear in the initial search of I'm quickly scrolling for a recipe, mm-hmm. but the way Pinterest algorithm works is for two to three weeks after you search something, it continues to find pins that are relevant to your search activity and your behavior, and it puts them in your feed for you. So even if your I love pumpkin spice shirt doesn't come up when they're looking for a pumpkin pie recipe, that's fine because in three weeks, it might come up in their home feed and she's now baked a pumpkin pie and she sees a shirt that says, I love pumpkin pie. And she's like, oh yeah, I do love pumpkin pie or I love pumpkin spice. And then she's gonna be more inclined to be like, oh, this is so cute. This is so me. Yes, it's pumpkin season, you know? Yeah. So do you do hashtags when you're doing the keywords or do you, okay, so Keyword chapter, pumpkin pie, pumpkin spice. With like commas in between or just words, just words in a row. Yeah, and I'll I'll usually look up, um, sometimes I'll have like another Pinterest open in a tab and I'll type in pumpkin and then I'll look to see what the, you know, top 10 searches are, however many it displays, then I'll put those into it. And I kind of have like a, uh, a Google Doc going of like, you know, keyword clusters depending on the category. Um, okay. So Patty is wondering what, what you mean by keyword clusters. You just mean keywords that all group together. Yep. Yeah. Like yeah, and- hashtags on Instagram, I just don't actually put the hashtag. So I'm just typing out pumpkin spice, pumpkin pie, coffee recipe, patch outfit, carving, decorating, Halloween, like whatever. <laughs> It, it's word vomit, and it is, but it takes me basically no time to come up with those searches. I'm not putting a lot of thought into making a cohesive, you know, description for Pinterest because it's unnecessary. No one reads the description on pins. They'll see it in bold. When you put the link to Amazon or to Shopify or any website, the product uh, product title will be on bold. So if I have I Love Pumpkin Spice t-shirt, unisex t-shirt, That'll be bold, and then all my blurb will be under it, and no one will really see. It won't show up in a feed. It won't really show up if they click the pin. So for me, that strategy has worked for two years. Yeah. I I don't do it quite like that, but I can see how that works. So what I do, and see if you've done this before, I do, like, let's say whatever the shirt's about, the main keyword. I type that into Pinterest, and then I see what the little headings are that come underneath it. So guys, when you when you do a search on Pinterest, um, and if you haven't done it before, you could try it right now while we're talking about it. So you see what I'm talking about. But you type in a word, and then under that, um, it'll pull up everything that's pumpkin spice related. But then it'll have different headings that you can click on. So maybe instead of pumpkin spice, they say like like you were saying, like pumpkin pie or pumpkin spice recipes or yeah, they have all these different headings of things. That, that you might be searching for. So you could kind of like, it's like subcategories. So you could click on one of those and it opens up a whole new thing. So I look at those subheadings and include some of those words if they're relevant. 
And then I also sometimes click on the subheadings and then you see more. So you can kind of drill down and it gives you keyword ideas from that. And I try to make it as um, all as relevant as possible to the, um, the shirt. So that, that's kind of how I find keywords for Pinterest. Yep. Um, and then I also look on like the Google search engine. So I forgot what it's called. The word keyword finder or something website. It's free. It shows you the top like 20 for free. And then if you want more, you have to pay, but. Oh, are you talking about just, uh, oh yeah, what is that called? It, keyword? It, it's like a keyword finder. I can put, I'll post it on Facebook once I find it in my history. Yeah. Um, but I'll type that in too, just to see like what the top searches are. And then the other reason why I love Pinterest is if you are, I think you have to be a business account, but it's free to sign up to make your a business account. They send you so much analytical stuff in your email. So when like every summer they send you like a fall to holiday preview of what the top searches were the year before and when those products spiked like that, that, uh, search spiked on Pinterest the year prior. So you can plan ahead. Um, yes. No, like, and, and sometimes I've discovered, you know, categories that I may not have thought of adding to Amazon merch because didn't apply to me in my daily life. And I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that's a holiday I'm missing that people actually search and celebrate things for. Yeah. And I think, um, Sorry, I was just uh, moving too much. Move my whole, my whole computer. Um, I was just about to say something on that, and then I lost my train of thought. Um, search engine. Oh, no. Oh, business account. You were talking about business accounts, and I think that's something we should highlight because it's the same. Um, it's free for a business or a personal. And the reason why you want to do business is so that you have analytics. So it's not even just the emails that they send you with with good recommendations which is awesome of course like that is a very good benefit that you brought up but also you can look at your own analytics so if you pick personal i don't think they do the analytics but if you do business there's like a whole analytics section so you can see you know how many people are repinning your pin and all that stuff and you'll find like the impression so that's how i know i have 2.2 million impressions yes <laughs> exactly <laughs> if you want to see those impressions yeah um I, but then i have enough like my brand so i have a trademark brand that i decided to go full force with last september i decided i was gonna launch it but i was too early i was too late to actually garner enough traffic for the holiday season. So this is technically my first holiday nice. season with that brand. But like that I've started on Pinterest and that's actually harder for me to grow because it is so widespread, I guess. But so it just, I'm like throwing out, yeah, I have 2.2 million impressions on that, but I only have 50,000 on my actual, you know, Amazon yeah. brand. So it, it is, uh, different but and that's where you'll see your impressions and they'll also give you like a quick snapshot of how your most recent pins are doing so anything you did in the last like seven to 30 days will show there and then it'll show you your top pins of what's trending and it'll show you quickly your impressions your clicks and your close-ups and your clicks so a close-up is if someone sees it in the feed and they click it to blow it up how many times did they blow it uh, blow it up that's engagement and then a link click if you have a clickable pin awesome and um, guys I'm seeing all your questions we'll kind of get to them in bits and pieces so don't we'll, uh, we'll make sure we hit all of them by the end but um, one we can hit right now is um, 
Is there an advantage? Mario asked, is there an advantage to having multiple accounts for different niches versus one account with multiple boards? So, um, you know, we kind of answered that. It's it's up to your personal preference. If you are going to do multiple boards, uh, multiple accounts, as we said, you should sh make a shared board between them so um, you can, you know, gain yeah. followers and impressions. I, I would say that in the beginning, um, just as you're learning, don't even worry about it. Just put whatever you want because it is a search engine. But if you do have brands, one or two or however many brands you have, um, I would definitely make a separate Pinterest account for that brand because if you want to start building followers, it's good to have a brand. So for Pinterest, it's not necessary to have followers. You can get traffic just organically because it's a search engine. But again, if you do have followers, they're going to see your pins automatically whether they're searching or not. So to, you'll get a lot more followers if you have a niche account. So that's the benefit of having a niche account is to get followers. I would also say some power in the numbers. Um, it doesn't matter if you only have 100 slots available on Amazon or you have 100,000. If you aren't going to um, share those 100,000 pins, you know, you know, if you have 100 pins, you're going to want those all in one spot because if you only have 100 pins, you probably have about 20 per niche. And so one board would be best because then all 100 designs that you have are going to be garnering traffic. If you have 100,000 and 1,000 per niche, then it might be you know, another idea to do multiple boards and share them. But also, if you're new to Pinterest, I would focus on one and see what works for you and what's successful versus making five Pinterest, not really understanding how Pinterest works, and then trying to balance five. I would put it all in one place. And you can do like A-B tests among your pins. Did this work for you? You can test different keywords. You can also, you know, you can pin directly from Amazon. You can pin that ugly mock-up. Hold they on, I have to interrupt you because I feel like this is a sign for you. <laughs> I'm not even big into signs, but this happened to me. This happened to me, which is what started Merge Money because people wanted to join my group. And I'm like, I don't have a group. What are you talking about? But I eventually started Merge Money because enough people asked. So somebody's asking for information about Hannah's group. There might be a YouTube in the future. I'm not sure. Um, getting through the holiday season and then January, I will reevaluate what 2021 looks like for me. So guys, I met Hannah from a meetup. So she has gone to more than one meetup and that's how we know each other and that's how she's coming on the show. But she doesn't have a Facebook group or a YouTube channel or anything yet. And I've been trying to convince her to do that. Um, so we'll see. Kelly so, and I are Facebook friends and I've never boasted on Facebook. <laughs> so thank you for uh, recommending or asking that question. Because sometimes that question is powerful enough to get you started. That, that's how much money started. People wanted to join my group that I didn't have. Imposter <laughs> syndrome is still in my head. Anyway, but thank you. I'm very flattered. Um, I was saying something. Oh, ugly mock-ups on Amazon. Um, you can pin directly from Amazon to get started. But I highly, highly recommend. I have Photoshop experience. So I Photoshop all of my flat lays. I Photoshop. I take a picture of myself in a t-shirt. I Photoshop my designs onto it. Um, that's just what I do because that's how my brain works. But I highly recommend Place It. It's $15 a month. I signed up for it this year. It is life-changing. It is so quick. And 
So if you don't have mock-up experience, I would sign up for Placeit. You can do flat lays, you can do models. They have a bajillion different product offerings. They also have um, like social media templates, sale banners, email templates, everything. They're doing an amazing job over there. And I was very reluctant on the last chat. I was like, I'm not paying for that. I can Photoshop everything. Oh, did we talk about Placeit last time with you? Yeah, you're like, I was like, no, I'm better than that. Um, but it really is so convenient. So I would And they're getting better and better. Like they're getting because I remember you were telling me, like, um, no, they're not cool. Like I am a young hip millennial. But sometimes I struggle and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna put on a cute outfit with like a blazer and a t-shirt, and I'll take, you know, what I want my customer to wear my shirt with, you know, I'll do it myself sometimes. But in terms of like flat lays, their Christmas flat lays are so cute. So cute, right? Mockups this week, last week. Um, so for $15, you could do it for one month. What do you have to lose? I think I'm going through and like making sure all my subscriptions, like, do I really need that going forward? I got really subscriptions. It, it, think about all the ones you want because they're all about to go on sale, like Black Friday and things like that. Um, we did like a show last year around Black Friday that said all the different stuff, all the different discounts. And we'll be doing that again. Um, Creative Fabrica, Place It, all the different ones are going to have sales. So I'm looking for that Creative Fabrica one. I've decided yes. it's next for me. That's 2021. Yeah, I would I would wait till uh, Black Friday. Um, I'm going to be posting about that soon. They've already reached out to me and told me what all the different sales are and everything. So it's coming up. They're going to have like three different options. and very good prices. So it's going to be good. Um, but anyway, yes. So that was going to be my next question about pins. So you started to talk about that. It's, um, it's better to at least pin something. So if, if you, if the idea of making a mock-up is, is too scary, you can absolutely just pin straight from Amazon. So I did that in the beginning. I mean, you got to start somewhere. You got to learn something. So that's better than nothing. Like if, if, if people like the shirt enough, they may click on it and buy it. So that's, Step one, it's fine, you can do that. But if you want to make the pin spread further and have more people share it, just think about what you would wanna see. Like, look at your own boards of things that you have saved. Um, I, I think, and this is what's gonna be a question to ask you if you do this, but one thing you can do is do like um, top 10 gifts for mom or, or you know, Christmas gifts for whoever. Um, and you can design a, a, a nice long pin that has different pictures that can all be pictures to things from your store. Um, so have you ever done pins like that? Yeah, so I'm working on a holiday gift gift guide for both of my uh, niche, you know, both my brands. Um, I'm working on a gift guide this year. Last year I just did um, like a gift guide section on my website because I have a Shopify store. Um, but like didn't really you know that the niche it sells so well on its own that i was kind of like you know i'm running a crazy sale like i and my sweatshirts are normally 35 dollars. i sell them for 25 on black friday like i do an insane sale free shipping everywhere um so i just had done that but this year i'm definitely putting a lot more work into it and putting it on pinterest and sometimes i'll do um in the past i've just done Things that aren't necessarily like a Christmas shirt, I'll put them on, you know, a cute flat lay with like some snowflakes or stuff. So I, you know, with a bow on it. So it's a yes. special to promote. Um, but going back to the 
Um, yeah, so do the gift guides on Pinterest, but we're talking about the flat lays um, directly from merch. I was going to say, you can click that Pinterest button just to get you started to save to a yes. on Pinterest, but they've changed it. So it used to be when you would pin directly from Pinterest, it would let you write a description mm. and, and then choose a board. Now it no longer does that. So you can still pin from Amazon, Amazon. you need to go into Pinterest and you need to edit every pin and add in your keywords, whatever yeah. your hashtags, whatever you're going to do. You need to go in so it's an extra step. So for me, I'm like, if I have to go into Pinterest twice, I might as well go in with a mock-up that looks a little bit better, go in yeah. and put it in. But then also on your pins, which I thought you were going to tap into before, um, you can click on your pin. Let's say you have a pin. We'll go back to I Love Pumpkin. And it's doing pretty well on Pinterest. You have a couple thousand impressions, a couple hundred impressions even. You can click on it. And if you scroll down, Pinterest will pull in all related pins to whatever your pin is. So a lot of them come from similar things that people are pinning a lot of them are visually similar but that also can give you um, a really good idea if you're starting out or you're trying to understand who your customer is other things that they're interested in and I don't particularly go on Pinterest and like steal sayings from people it's just the copying in this world like it is too really, much too much add to it is basically yeah. my outlook on it um, but you can kind of see like, oh, what's a trending phrase? Like, oh, I wrote, I love pumpkin, but it turns out pumpkin is my life actually sounds better. You know, like the other thing that guidance there, uh, the other thing that helps with that is if you see, if you exactly what you said, you see all the related things, if those related things are actually not related to your shirt, then that's a clue that some you did something wrong with the keyword somewhere and Pinterest has no idea what your pin's about. Yeah. So you want to make sure that the related really are related because if they're not, the pin's not going to do well because Pinterest has no idea what it is. Yeah. So, so I noticed on some of mine, because I've been doing a lot of cleaning up in the last couple of months when nothing was shipping, I noticed that some of mine that were pinned directly from Amazon, when I scrolled down, I knew my keywords correct because a lot, like every other one was in whatever the category was, but I was getting a lot of the visually similar other Amazon mock-up shirts. Mm. So if I had a coffee shirt that was that way, all of my things were other Amazon coffee shirts or other Amazon black shirts, you know, whatever it was, it was a lot of other Amazon product displays. And I was you know, for me, I didn't particularly like that. I wanted something a little bit yeah. more trendy, yeah. you know, all aligned with what I was trying to sell to really focus in on who the customer is, what's their behavior, and less on the website Amazon. Because that Pinterest does pick that up as a behavior. You bought this, mm. here's other Amazon products. So that is something else to keep in mind. Yeah. Thank you guys for all these questions. We'll start going through them. And, and hi, Joe. Joe just joined. Um, before we, uh, we're almost at nine. Do you have to, do you have a hard stop at nine or are you okay? I'm unemployed. What am I doing? <laughs> okay, good. Just want to make sure, um, before I make it go too long. Um, do you have anything else that you want to make sure that we talk about before we start answering questions and getting sidetracked? <laughs> uh, I'm like, I took notes on like hacks and tricks I wanted. Oh, perfect. Let's name a few. Let's go through them really fast. 
And I like Stephen Moore's comment. He's saying, looking forward to meetups. I now need to like hug another human being. That's I know. Like, I cannot wait. I'm glad that they're getting um, more traction with uh, vaccines and stuff. It seems like hopefully, well, there's, there'll be an end in sight at some point. I don't know. Yeah, we were talking about um, like vaccine effectiveness last night at dinner, and we were like, you know, the flu shots in the high 90s, you know, what's the COVID vaccine going to look like? And we all woke up to that. We're like, oh, this is good news. Very good news. Yeah. So, um, okay, Pinterest. Hopefully, oh, meetups. Um, just another thing I work with influencers um, a little bit on my products, and then, you know, I also model the products myself. But if you do work with um, influencers or even if your family, friends, someone takes a picture in your product, that's also what you're going to be want to be posting on Pinterest. If you do work with an influencer, you're going to want to make sure that you put their name and like influencer, YouTuber, whatever with their stuff. That's another good way to help gain some traffic and impressions because mm -hmm. they have influence. <laughs> good tip. Um, okay, so did we talk about boards that much? We talked about pins. We talked about the account in general. Any tips for the actual board? Do you put oh. keywords in the board? Uh, no, I saw you can do that now. I was playing around with that. I did change. I did make a cute little cover photo for all of my boards. Now you can choose what's the first pin. It used to just be default. The first pin that was pinned to the yeah. board is the preview. Now you can actually make your own and be a little crafty with it. So. Um, I haven't made my own, but I have selected like my best of the best to be the visual representation Perfect. for that. So that's another thing that you can do free. And I have put keywords in all the boards. So I, I would recommend doing that because I mean, the more places you can have keywords, the better. Um, you can yeah, even have, yeah. you can even have keywords in your own um, description bio. of the company or your own bio. Yep. Um, so if, if I, you, for my niche store, I'm sorry, for my Shopify, I actually have a coupon code in my description that and that's also i mean other than it says on shopify your traffic came from pinterest but like that's another way that i know people are engaging with yeah. it when they use the pinterest code and that's one more thing to say it depends on where your pins are leading to um you can have them lead to amazon you could have them lead to etsy you could have them lead to redbubble wherever um and you can even within the same board you can have different pins going different places that's fine um it, when I was talking about like top 10 gifts or things like that, that works really well going to Etsy. If you have like a section of your Etsy store, like let's say you have, um, I don't know, who knows, like something that you think would make, yeah, something that you think would make good gifts or whatever, you could have the link go straight to that section of your Etsy store. If it's leading to merch, it's a little harder because you can't really have sections, although now you can. Amazon is making it easier to have Amazon stores. So. I know that we had to do a part three for this, but I created an Amazon storefront, and now yes. I'll tell you all about that. And that's Perfect. a really good way to uh, just direct it. You know, if you have a board, just to direct it because to the whole store. Yeah, and and also like you can have a page per store. So like I have a Christmas page. I would send all of my Christmas stuff directly. Perfect. Perfect. Um, yeah, and I. Um, sorry. On um, we were saying. 
Oh God, just no. one more thing is related real quick. I'm going to add in. Um, there, there's a way to make the Amazon store. There's also, if you have Merge Wizard or you might be able to do it yourself. I just don't know how, but you can, with Merge Wizard, you can um, click a couple different shirts all together and it makes like a little link. And then that link kind of pulls up a little page with whatever shirts you clicked. So I always use the example of engagement shirts because I had like this whole, uh, I was thinking about making a brand around engagement and things like that. I never really fully went all in with the brand, but I have a ton of they do engagement really well in Germany. They do really well on Pinterest too. Cause a lot, a lot of people look for wedding type stuff on Pinterest. So I had a lot of engagement shirts. So I wanted both shirts, like one for the, um, kind of like an engagement announcement, like that they just got engaged. They had like matching shirts, like that said funny things. So I wanted to show both shirts together or like shirts together for bachelorettes and things like that. So I would just use Merch Wizard to kind of um, say which shirts I wanted to all be together and use that link in the Pinterest pin. So when you do Merch, Wi Merch Wizard and you do this, because I'm fascinated because this is something I've struggled with, um, and they click the link, does the link then open an Amazon browser yeah. and just those two listings as if it was like yes. a page? Yep. <laughs> something I'm fascinated. <laughs> I did a post friend shirts, you know. Yes, yes. Oh, that that's what I used um, Merge Wizard for. You just like click um store. I think it's called store link, and that it it will just help you. Christina knows how to do it on her own. So if you know computers and you know how to do it, you might be able to learn how to make the link on your own. I just don't know how. But you batch different shirts together, and with Merge Wizard, it's the easiest way for me to do it. Um, but yeah, anytime you want to batch shirts together, that's a great way. Um, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm so All right. What else? Um, making the actual pin. Um, you talked about place it. You can also, there's templates on Canva. There's templates on, um, uh, the over app. If you just want to have like a general, like you can put the mock-up. I don't know, maybe in the middle, but then there's like an outer edge that says like Christmas t-shirts or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, so there's different templates if you want to have um, good. Do you use any templates for your pins or you just make them yourself? Um, I make them myself. I use a lot of flat lay stuff. I've made my own flat lays before. The problem is, you know, everyone just steals everyone's. I've, oh. I've contemplated doing a watermark, but I'm like, I just don't care like enough. Yeah. Why am I wasting my time with an extra thing? So I do my own. I will model the pit. You know, I will model the designs. I get my friends to do it. I work with influencers. So I have people actually wearing the product. Yeah. A lot of Photoshop. Um, again, for my Christmas ones, even if it's just like a normal pin that I've done, you can get a vector bow. I think Canva even has one or maybe, yeah, I think Canva has like a Christmas something that you can just, it's like a border to your Yes, like, that's what I mean. It's like kind of like borders and themes and things like that. Yeah. Um, so like, I know um, design bundles, sells mock-ups, Etsy. I mean, the mock-up game has now become like its own category on Etsy. And I'm like yep. getting into this because I take a picture of myself in t-shirts all the time. Like, should I be selling my face to, you know, you know, this is a huge thing. So you can find mock-ups anywhere. And I think you just need, I think you can do it in Canva or even over. I think it's that simple. Well, mock-up and templates, different things. So mock-up is like, how are you showing the shirt? So it's yeah. like you either have like a model wearing it or you have it as a flat lay or whatever. But then template is taking that mock-up and displaying it. 
So it's like, it could be different squares. Like you could have like three squares on top of each other. If you want like a long one and show different, like sometimes you do just a close up of what the words on the shirt say in one of the squares. And then another square could be like someone wearing it. Um, so you could do different ways, but you want to make sure you have some kind of call to action or some kind of words on the post. So it's not just the shirt by itself. Um, so it could, if it's going to an Etsy store or Shopify that has like a discount, you could put the discount on there. The um, if, bottom. Yeah, if it's just going to merch or, or somewhere where it doesn't have a discount, then you could just say something like, you know, um, something on Amazon. Yeah, click to buy here or whatever. Um, so I think that's a, a pretty good overview. Let's let's quickly go through these questions. Thank you guys so much. So many good questions. Um, and hi to everyone watching. Mario, Patty, Kim. Joe Clay messaged me after the last time I was on merch and was like, we have to chat. And I was like, okay. And then he never messaged me again. So Joe, insights. You're already in my messenger. Just message me. Mario's asking if there's any um, uh, resources to learn how to set up pins for merch. I know I did at least uh -oh. one video. Yes. Well, you. I don't have... use it. It's called, I made sure to look it up before our show in case someone wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, then I Googled my dinner recipe after that. It's called um, Tailwind app. Oh, yeah. That people, you can use to schedule your pins. But I was looking into Tailwind uh, like a year ago after our last, I don't know, some some focus session. Mm -hmm. I looked into yeah. Tailwind because uh, my Pinterest was starting to take off. And then Pinterest made it that you can schedule your pins now directly on Pinterest. So I never even bother with the app. I know nothing yeah. about it, unfortunately. But you can schedule your pins on Pinterest. And um, Joe's like my dad. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm just teasing. Um, so you can schedule your pins. Unlike Instagram, like Instagram's like the best time to post is between like 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. or you know, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And for me, I literally forget those times every single day. I'm like, oh, <laughs> 9 p.m., okay, oops, tomorrow. And then it's two weeks and I haven't posted on Instagram yeah. because of who I am as a person. Um, <laughs> on Pinterest, they do do best after 8 p.m. It's kind of like you Google it anywhere and they say Pinterest after 8 p.m. work best. I don't really schedule mine. I just, I just pin it because I kind of want to see how my board looks in the moment and I've never had an issue with it. Um, Saturdays and Sundays, you can do any time of day, but like during the week, they typically say after 8 p.m., but I don't necessarily agree. And these are all just guidelines. Like, it's, I mean, pinning at all is better than not pinning. So don't stress over it. I, I did use Tailwind. So for like a year and a half, I was very into Pinterest and I've, there's only so many things you can focus on at once. So during that year and a half that I was focused on it, I did use Tailwind religiously. I had them all pinned, um, a set schedule. Um, and that's how it grew quickly. Um, it definitely helps to grow fast and get to that million fast. If you are pinning every day. And I did like, I did multiple, I did like, I don't know, it was like 10 a day or something, but, <laughs> um, you don't have to do that many. But uh, Tailwind's really nice for scheduling. It's also really nice for building tribes. So I had, like, if you start the tribe, it's free. If you join other ones, I forget how it works. I think if you're in more than five, there starts to be a cost. But I did the free one. And um, 
the way a tribe works is you can find people that have similar um, categories as you, and you all just kind of put your pins um, together in a tribe, which is not seen on Pinterest. And then people in that group look through and find ones that they actually like and that fit with their brand. So they repin your pins from there. So it helps you get more traffic because people that have related brands to you are repinning your stuff. So it doesn't have to be other t-shirt designers. It could be like about whatever the t-shirts are about. So if it's about motivation or something, you want to find other people with exercise brands or this brand or that brand, something related, but not necessarily about t-shirts. And then you share to your board. So if it's about lifting, you know, you might share their workout routine or something. Um, and then they share your t-shirt and it goes like that. That triggered what I was going to say before that I completely lost my thought of. So it's good to be pinning your own product, but it's also good to like interact with some other people's pins. It is social media. So you want to be socializing and engaging with other people's content. So like if you have a a board of coffee shirts, I would definitely throw in some coffee recipes in there as well. Some pretty looking lattes, you know, visually appealing things that people are going to be searching for other than a product. It's, it's, I think like Gary V says, like, I don't know. It's like a wind up punch. Like you don't want just like, bye, bye, bye my product. Here's my product. Oh yeah. Um, jab, uh, jab, jib, jab something. Yeah. Oh, darn. Um, Somebody tell us in the comments. What does he say? Right hook, jab, jab, right hook. Yes. So, you know, interacting with other stuff. So, like, we'll go back to pumpkin spice. I have pumpkin spice stuff. I have really cute pumpkin carvings on that board. I've got pumpkin patch photos, fall photography, like, so many options that you can do. And, like, if you have, I'll do an example for, for men. Like, if you have baseball shirts, I would throw in some, like, Yankee Stadium fun facts like bleachers stuff memorabilia I don't know but like other stuff that your audience might help find your stuff with and that also will help the algorithm on Pinterest to um, exploit your pins a little bit more because they can build even more of a trend just beyond your products. Sorry, guys, I'm kind of distracted. Somebody's messaging me saying they can't find the live so I just tagged them (laughs) on this live. Um, but anyway, yes. So gosh, we could talk forever. I'm so sorry. It's already nine. Wait, Patty said if I had a holiday board, I just want to, I do have a holiday board. I also have a holiday page on my website, but yes, I have a holiday board. And then every year I make a new board of like, so this year I have Christmas 2020 with like newer Christmas trends based on things that happened this year. Mm-hmm. And then Mario asked, can you pin to someone else's board? So not really, but you could do the um, tailwind thing that I just said with the tribes, because then those people might pin to their own boards. You can only pin to your own boards. Um, But you can share their pins. Yes, you can share other people's pins to your own boards, yes. Um, And you can also, um, what I did on several of my boards is include a way for them to contact me. So I just put my like business email address in the description of the board. And then if people have similar brands, they'll email me and ask to be joined to the board. So then that's a way that you can have shared boards. And I like doing that better than joining other people's because then you're in control of it. So if someone joins a board where you're like, never mind, I don't like anything they're pinning, you can just remove them from the board. But as, if they reach out to you, they're a real person, you can look at their what they already have on their boards and make sure 
seems okay. And then, then you can agree to have them be on your board. So it's collaborating with other people. So if they already have, you know, 5,000 people following them, why not? You do a share board with them. And then that way those people start to see your pins as well. Yeah. And also, um, I had said earlier, like there's power in the numbers. Um, I have surpassed my sales for the next tier that I'm supposed to be at, but I am so lagging in uploading designs yeah. because you get to a point where it, it does start to, and I was just listening and someone was at like tier 125K and I was like, I'm sweating. Can't yeah. that many designs, but it does get to be a point where, um, once you get over a certain number, yes, there is power in the numbers, but also I'm big on quality, quality over yeah. quantity at this point in time, just because there is so much competition in the print on demand. Um, and you want to start to be able to um, build traction on these shirts and on these pins. Like um, if you have a pin that has started to, I don't, it doesn't even have to be viral, but it's starting to be shared a lot that is like putting your shirt on a lot of people's boards and a lot of places where, um, you know, it'll help you start to have consistent sales on that shirt. And when you have consistent sales on that shirt, it'll help your Amazon sales or wherever that shirt is. It'll start to get reviews. It'll start to just um, build credibility and, and help you stay relevant. Um, I mean, so I'm, I'm on, T uh, Joe asked, I'm on tier 8K. Three of my, their sweatshirts, three of my sweatshirts account for 75% of my sales. And, yeah. and one of the sweatshirts has been like my day two sweatshirt. Like it's been up there for two full years now. It sells consistently every single day. One of those is also a pop socket that just, I don't know. So I take my 87 cents every day. And it's <laughs> but my point is, so even if you're at tier 10, tier 100, and you feel like you don't maybe have enough to make pins, make 10 pins of the same shirt, make 10 mock-ups of the same shirt. And there's no limit to how many pins you can make on the same exact shirt. So you could do that too. You could do the same, like let's say it's a um, fishing shirt. You could do just a mock-up of the fishing shirt by itself. You could do another pin that's like Father's Day gift, um, birthday gift for your dad. Um, put it on a no. boy, put it on a girl, put it on a man, put it on yes. a woman. So you can make multiple pins for the same exact shirt, um, targeted slightly differently or different looks. Um, and I think Patty or somebody had asked about video pins. So you could do like a video pin, you could do a regular pin, you could do a GIF kind of pin. Have you done anything like that? Uh, no, I've just done straight. Um, yeah. I've tried on um place it though they now have some like yes flash motion situations which I have um I've dabbled in for Instagram stories yeah. um it's just like a cute thing but I haven't put them on Pinterest uh if I do I'll let you know if they turn out I know that videos play automatically in the feed yeah I did and I I do think it catches more attention um I've done it both ways I haven't um done a ton of video pins but I did do some and I did do some that were like gif or gif or whatever you want to say um I downloaded several different apps to play around with and see which one I liked the best um so basically they all work whatever whatever is easiest for you um I think templates are so easy so they have video templates um Oh, it's been a while since I looked at it. I think Canva has video templates. I'm not positive. And I think Over does too. Definitely Place It does. 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I would experiment with both and see which one gets shared the most. Um, I think the impressions might be more on videos, but I feel like maybe the sharing might be less. I don't know. I think I, it I, has more impressions because it plays automatically in the yes. and that counts as an impression versus just like a click. Yeah. Um, and I am the worst millennial and I refuse to get on TikTok. But if you have TikToks, you can share those in Pinterest and those do well there as well. Why won't you do TikTok? I hate social media. What am I going to do? Dance? I'm 26 years old. What am I doing? Like... At my, at my last job, um, the director of my division, uh, her daughter went to school with Dixie and Charlie D'Amelio, which are like the two most famous people on TikTok and lives like five doors down the road. From oh, them. my God. Well, it was a year ago. You know, for the past year, we've been hearing about like the progress. Oh, my God. They do this. They do this. There's cameras outside of our houses. And me and my assistant were like, we should get on TikTok. We should. And I was like, I, I'm not dancing on TikTok. It's one of those things I failed at. Like, I knew right away it was going to be huge. And I got like the per like people to come on the show to talk about TikTok. And I talked about it myself. Didn't go for it. But it's not too late. We still can. And Teespring is integrating with TikTok. So that's going to be amazing. And there's more and more people that have um, monetized their accounts. So it's getting easier and easier to find information on how to do it, which is bad because it's like getting more and more widespread. So you're losing your opportunity um, the longer you wait. Weary as an Amazon account on TikTok, like trying to push your Amazon products is just the difficulty of the linking with Amazon. That's you know, kind of always been a challenge of, and even like on Instagram, um, you know, having to actually tag every product because if someone goes to search your product, they're like, oh, it's on Amazon and they search it. And it's like, no, there's 50,000. Well, it depends on how unique it is. Like if you're yeah. wearing the shirt in it and it's like a unique saying or unique thing, they might actually be able to find your own, but you're right. Like sometimes, sometimes it can be, well, there's too many copycats, but um, I'm working with um, some influ TikTok influencers for uh, my Black Friday promotion and Christmas stuff. So um, I'll definitely let you guys know if it worked, if it, you know, if there was any return on that investment um, and like kind of what my experience was. But yeah, I have no, I have now, I've not even downloaded the app. I don't scroll on TikTok. Oh my I God, you would get so hooked. I, oh my gosh, I'm so hooked. I don't have time. I'm unemployed. I have time, but that's not where I want to be channeling my energy. You, know? you don't know because you haven't downloaded it. Well, on Instagram. Instagram has reels now. And let me tell you, I just sit there watching dog videos all day. And I'm like, wow, three hours have gone by. Thank you. I have yeah, I refuse to open the app because once I open it, I'm stuck. <laughs> I go like, I like open it once a week or so. But oh my gosh. I think it's hilarious. TikTok, it'll end up in my Twitter feed and then I'm in the loop. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, I'm so sorry. This is going so fast. Um, okay, so paid advertising. So we didn't even talk about that because it's, you don't have to do it. I have done it. Have you done it? Yep. I um, I did it uh, recently for my fall design. Look, there are just some areas where you're just not going to break into on Amazon. Like it's just so oversaturated. And so I've tried many times and it just doesn't happen. I did for masks. I did one paid, um, I did like two paid days for my fashion masks on uh, Pinterest when they first came in, just because I was trying to really move through this product because it was like a hundred dollar gamble. 
you know, yeah. but I was like, oh, I don't, I don't have money. Like, let me just try to do this. So I did like a two day thing on uh, Pinterest. That pin still has a hundred K impressions a day. Yeah. And I don't have inventory and like yeah. it gets link clicks. So it can work, but I would say in the beginning, I would organically for free test keywords, yeah. um, you know, get some traction first. So then you have an idea of where it's worth investing. But again, like, I don't like to pay to play. I, I'm just, I'm not a good gambler. I don't like a risk. Like I, I just don't. And and that's okay. You can do it. Um, but the Pinterest ad tool is actually really good to find search terms if you are kind of unsure of who your customer is. Um, so you can just open that and fake make a campaign. You don't have to pay for it. It shows you all of this stuff to choose from and it shows you the categories that are most popular on Pinterest, what the audience size is. Um, and then you can kind of click like, if you want mobile only display, it'll either shrink or grow. Well, it'll probably shrink because you've put in another filter, but it'll still tell you how many users they, pr they predict would get that many impressions based on solely mobile, solely in the United States. If you wanted to drill down even further to just Florida or a state, yeah. well, it'll show you how many users um, there's an opportunity to show those impressions too. So that's another good way of kind of figuring out who's on who's the customer on Pinterest if your niche or topic is even going to reach people. Yeah. So I think you don't have to pay at all. Like as a search engine, it'll get found if you do good keywords. But if it's something with time sensitivity, like let's say this is some kind of trend that is only going to last a short amount of time, um, it might be beneficial to do an ad so that more people can see it more quickly because this is like time sensitive. You don't want to wait for like one person to share it and then another person to share it. And you just want everyone to see it at once. Um, you might want to do an ad for that. Or... Um, there's really no downside to doing an ad, except that you have to spend a little bit of money, but and it's, I mean, minimal too. It's, it's minimal. So once you sell a couple of shirts, you make it back. Um, so there's not really any downside, but you don't have to, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I, I had plenty that were shared without doing an ad, but I do some of my best shirts that still sell today. I did do ads. So I don't want to like make it seem like, like not to do ads because I think that really did help. Um, I only, like you said, like I only did ads for like maybe a week, maybe two weeks, um, literally three years ago. So, <laughs> um, like if you are in a, a smaller tier and I know everyone's like, I have to tear up, I have to tear up because yeah, if you have 500 designs live, you have a better shot than if you have a hundred, I get it. But also, um, because merch and all these print on demand sites are becoming so oversaturated it's actually really beneficial to get some solid sales on a few of your shirts to start and get a yeah. best dollar rank and get some reviews going because once it has a review, it's ranked forever and it lives on Amazon forever and it comes to higher search results when it has a review. So and plus once you're bringing outside traffic, Amazon likes that too. So if you have, if they can tell someone's clicking over from a pin, that's, they're going to like that. So it definitely, there's no downside to making a pin. Um, okay, Mario's saying, I bet a Pinterest course is next. Not for me, <laughs> maybe from Hannah. Maybe. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Like I was talking to Christina. I 
I don't think probably ever I will make a course. Not unless I'm like partnered with someone else and they're making it and I'm just like. Can I be honest? And this is absolutely no disrespect to every single person who has a course. But this is going to be disrespectful to every person that has a course. Um, the only course, I did click funnels accidentally. <laughs> I meant to do, I thought I was signing up for, it was like 30 business ideas in 30 days. Like what would you do if you lost your business? If you woke up one day and you lost everything, here's 30 ideas on how you could build it back. I thought that's what I was signing up for, but instead I signed up for click funnels and I was like, yes, thank you. Anyone under the age of 30 could have figured this out. <laughs> um, themselves and also I'm a hundred percent sure not to be political but I'm a hundred percent sure every Donald Trump email to his supporters is a click funnel and an MLM pyramid scheme <laughs> and somehow everyone keeps reacting to it um but I won't I don't think I would do a course I think I would maybe go on the lines of uh Michelle who's like huge in KDP um I was this close to signing up for her course uh May or June of this year, I tried KDP and I did not get it at all. And I have two I, degrees and started multiple companies, multiple products. But for some reason, it just didn't click for me. So I was like, maybe I'll do her course. Yeah. I, I have no problem with courses whatsoever. And I don't mind. Obviously, I'm an affiliate for different things. I don't mind recommending courses. I love it. Like when somebody does a good course that I can recommend, I just don't like making them. Like well, that's the thing. So I literally can't sit there and do like step by step. Like it drives me nuts. So I'm always like, if someone else has a course, please tell me and then I can recommend it. Well, here's the thing. Like I, if I'm going to do something, I think there's so many courses out there and they are great. Yeah. But it's not for like my brain doesn't work like that. Like I yeah, need me, me. So if I was gonna do something on Pinterest, an idea I am toying with is doing like a personal Pinterest session. You know, I'll spend an hour with you. We can dive into everything. We can do a follow-up very similar to how Michelle does her books. Like I will show you what worked for me, what didn't, here are my ideas. Show me yeah. your Pinterest. Here's how I can make it better for you, just you know, from my experience and what I've seen. But I wouldn't just do a blanket course because I think I think they exist. I think you can find Pinterest guides. I think you can sign yeah. up for tailwinds. But like if you really want to know how to make it better, I would rather give you something more valuable than just a blanket thing that I wrote up in PowerPoint over a week or so that could be applied. I'd rather give you the value for your money of that one-on-one -on -one time. That's yeah. just yeah. Well, I think that people would want to learn from you if you ever do decide to make a course, if it's not hard for you. For me, it's literally hard for me to make a course. I don't, I, it takes all different kinds of people. Like I realized from doing Merch Money that I love to learn. Like that's my favorite thing. So I love interviewing people. I love learning from people. But once I know how to do something, I don't want to like turn around and go like, remember the steps of what I did and like teach someone else. Like I'm already on to the next thing. So I need someone who can make courses that I can refer people to, but I like to just learn. And I just like to do the interviews and keep learning. But I've also fallen down like the YouTube hole of like ideas for entrepreneurs as yeah. everyone probably has. And I take notes and it's all the same stuff. And I, I just feel like for me and how I've always been my entire life, like I will wake up and I will have that million dollar idea and it'll come. And it'll come. <laughs> all right, guys. But it'll happen. We're already 23 minutes over. Let me see um, what other questions. We missed so many. Hold on. Let me scroll back up. 
Um, ladies, please check NVIDIA for pin videos. Okay. What's it called? NVIDIA, I-N video. And then Mario said, would you say that pins are more effective than paid advertising? It's the same, same thing. You can, it's just a pin that you can get um, advertise, pay for the advertising or not pay for the advertising, but it's, it's going to be shown to more people if you pay the advertising. Um, can you link Etsy, Amazon, Redbubble to a single pin? No, it's just one link on a pin. If you link it to a landing page that has like all your stores, you could do that. But no, there's only one spot for one link. So you just gotta pick which link you want. But you could do multiple pins. So if you have a shirt on Etsy and Amazon and Redbubble, you could do three different pins. Even if it's the same shirt, there's so many different ways to show it. Like we were talking about before, you could do one that's a video, you could do one that's a, um, you know, one template and then one that's another template, different mock-ups, all kinds of stuff. If you have Etsy or Shopify, um, these two, uh, are the, I know for a fact, um, are like, um shoppable on pinterest so you can it'll say like product in stock price it'll display it'll pull in all the information from etsy and from your shopify it doesn't do that from amazon but if you have etsy it does um show that it's a, a shoppable product on pinterest helen on any chance of a merch wizard video if you guys click on my name or i think in the somewhere or just search in youtube for helen kinson I have my own YouTube channel separate from Merch Money. I actually started my own YouTube channel before I started Merge Money. So I do have Pinterest videos, Merge Wizard videos, um, Tailwind video, different stuff on my own channel. I've been so bad with keeping up with that. Like what I did is I um, did Merch Money for interviews and then I did my own channel for like how to type videos. Um, but because I really don't like to make that kind of video, and I really don't like to make courses. I um, haven't posted a video for quite a while on my own channel. <laughs> but you, me thinking, oh, maybe I'll do a YouTube. And as I said to you earlier, like I am like, I'm a funny person. Everyone's like, you should do stand up. I'm like, I cannot write a bit. I'm in the moment. It just yeah. comes out of my mouth and it's yeah. organic and it is what it is. So I'm the same way. But I was super into Pinterest um, around the time that I was starting Merch Money. So. You'll, you'll find Pinterest videos and different stuff. Um, and I, sh I think I show how to make a pin. Yeah, I have a video on how to make a pin. So it'll show like exactly what we were talking about with the mock-ups. Um, I did examples of different mock-ups, did examples of taking the mock-up, putting it on a template. So yeah, definitely look for that video. Um, and who knows, maybe I'll do more how-to in the future at some point, because you'll see like the last video I did on my own channel is probably at least a year ago, I don't even know. Spike in views. <laughs> um, yeah, I do need to do more. I just was trying to separate it out so like March Money was just consistent of interviews. Um, so I needed a place to put um, put how-to type videos. Christina did so many videos too, and they're just sort of, um, a lot of them are in the mastermind group, but then there's some like just throughout the, um, the Facebook group. Um, but we were thinking about adding her videos to the channel at some point. So we may add all of our videos onto this YouTube channel too, but we'll see. All right. What else? Holiday board. We talked about that. How do you make pins without looking salesy? Do you have an answer for that? <laughs> um, I like to do them. Um, 
I like to wear it. You know, I like to show it as like an outfit if it's, you know, a cute sweatshirt. Um, but it's really hard in this. I wouldn't even worry about it. Like, I feel like you're selling it. That's what you're doing. You're selling it. Like, I feel like um, you don't want to look salesy necessarily on Facebook because people are like going there to see their posts from their friends and family and stuff like that. But on Pinterest, I mean, it's people are literally going to Pinterest to buy stuff. Yeah or to get ideas for stuff they're gonna buy in the future. So they're saving ideas for their wedding or for an upcoming event or whatever. Um, so I wouldn't worry at all about if it's salesy. Honestly, I wouldn't worry about it. No, I agree. Um, you wanna make sure whatever you're selling is the main point of the pin. Like you don't wanna say like, buy this now and they can't even tell what they're buying. I mean, obviously make sure they can see the shirt and they can, if they like it, they'll buy it. Yeah, I really like for Pinterest. I love flat lay mock-ups. They do. They just do really well. And then I do. I do like. Um, I made my own this year, but like, and place it has really good ones. But like last year, I made my own. I had the flat lays, and I photoshopped in a pumpkin and a bat, and you know, mm -hmm. Halloween one. And then I, you know, put in like a wreath for Christmas and some ornaments. And yeah, um, you know, you I like I like doing a pin where it's like two boxes and then uh, some kind of word in the middle or like a uh, phrase in the middle about buying or whatever or the topic but like the top one can be just the flat lay like close up of what the words are on the shirt and then the bottom one can be somebody wearing the shirt um so then it's that nice long pinterest size because a lot of times pins you want to be um what is that? I'm like doing the motion vertical. Long. Yeah, vertical. <laughs> I was about, I'm like, what word am I looking for here? Vertical. Okay, let's see. You can bank on a championship once every hundred years. Just kidding, Jersey boy in the house here. Oh, they're talking about sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I missed this. Um, how would you recommend driving traffic to Shopify? Well, we're talking about Pinterest today. That works, but there's millions of other ways: Facebook ads, Instagram. So many ways. I did mine through Instagram. I have 15K followers on Instagram. It's been pretty consistent for two years. Yeah. And Pinterest. I That's the one I have 2.2 million impressions on. And I literally only looked at it because um, I was coming on the show today to talk about Pinterest. So I said, oh, I should probably look at this board. And it was doing well. Here's one more, Hannah. I know. I'm so happy. Thank you, guys. Everybody should post this so that she'll eventually start a group or a YouTube channel. I don't have a group. Hopefully something coming next year. I gotta get through the holidays. She is in our group though. So if you have questions for her, you just tag her in the merch money group. Just say Hannah Leibin. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you just message me. Um I check my message requests pretty often, or you can just you know comment on the post in merch money and say hi, I messaged you and I'll check and um and respond. Mario's asking what a flat lay mock-up is. It's just showing the t-shirt like kind of on the ground or on the table or whatever you want to say, like <laughs> there you go. Your text here. This is a mock-up. I just pulled it up on Pinterest. Yep. So it's basically okay. anything where the person's not wearing it. It's just displayed. Um. All right, guys. And yes, somebody was saying they're thinking of Christina. So guys, we um I went live the other day. We went live in the mastermind group, and then we went live in the regular group. So I was telling Hannah, I'm like, I feel like we were all over the place with the live we did in the regular group. But if you look at um. We did the video last week, I think, and it said updates. We'll come up with a better title, but 
watch that video. That video is, um, Christina got really bad news that she has breast cancer, unfortunately. So, um, we did a video about that, but definitely keep her in your prayers and, um, send her messages and well wishes. We're all thinking of her. Um, but yeah, that was really hard news that she got a couple weeks ago. Um, so that's why she couldn't be here today. And, um, We'll see going forward, like how much she can be, um, you know, what, what she's able to do this year. But um, so far she's feeling okay. Like they caught it early. So hopefully she'll be fine, but it's, it's just going to be a little bit of a tough, I don't know, however many months for her. So, um, but yeah, so definitely uh, send her well wishes and boost her spirits with all of your, um, with all of your thoughts and prayers and everything. Yep, that's the first thing I'm gonna do when we get off. Yes. yes. Please, everybody, do that. Um, so, all right. Well, thanks, guys, and thank you so much, Hannah. This was thank great. You. I'm so so sorry we went over. Anytime you want to come back, because next time we gotta talk about Amazon, we gotta talk about the TikTok influencers. So many things. So, um, just message me anytime you're ready to come back on. Um, thank you so much for having me. Thank you, everyone, for pumping my tires and giving me some confidence. I really appreciate it. I'm so sorry for my technical glitch. That is my worst nightmare. Um, but we got through it, and I had so much fun. All right. Well, thanks so much. And um, just uh, let me know whenever you get that group started, and we'll we'll share it. And when the pandemic is over, I expect us to go to lunch in Hoboken again. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. It'll be great. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye.